Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream featuring big names in entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo and Fios Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. This feels terrible. The podcast. I am your host, Aaron McGathy. I'm <laughs> I'm here at um, at my local uh, bar, the drawing room, with uh, Jeff Davis and Kimber Hall. Whoop, whoop. Hi. <laughs> you guys are our previous guests on the podcast. Both had very impactful episodes. I remember nothing of that. Uh, I was also drunk during mine, but. It's okay. My dad listened to it, and everything's all right. All right. So check out those episodes. All I remember, <laughs> I, did, I, did I tell a story about someone putting a finger up my butt? I mean, I don't know how you could have not told a story with someone right, the when is, most of your stories are about. Yeah, the question is, which finger? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, which person, rather? And which finger? I mean, there you are. So uh, Jeff and Kimber, my guest on the podcast this week was uh, Shelby Farrow. The hell you say? Who's that? <laughs> Shelby is a uh, a prolific Twitter celebrity. She's a writer. She's a comedian. She's she's also 19 years old. She joined. She's a teenager. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, I know it is cool. She's a she's a young woman on Twitter who's who's so her tweets are really really funny, and I had her on the podcast and I and I think I felt a little insecure about being uh, nine years older than her. Not you, <laughs> the most secure person in the world. You're saying a prolific, sexy nineteen year old writer. <laughs> Can you believe it? Red red hair? She has red hair, too? She does, yeah. Oh, the perfect storm. <laughs> but did, you, did you weep openly? What happened? Did I weep openly? Did you no. put a Rachel Lee Cook on her and just, like, just <laughs> like, fall into a, like, a puddle of goo? So what's it like not... being 19? Is it cool? <laughs> I was a piece of quoting, You guys are quoting an episode we haven't put up yet, but we'll tease it. There's, yeah, I still haven't can put I, up I that episode. It? I haven't heard it, but can I tease it? Sure. And this very special episode of This Feels Terrible, Aaron is insecure about a 19-year-old girl. <laughs> I, I, was, I was insecure and I was also, I also had a lot of uh, ideas about the way that she should live her life and the way that she should operate. <laughs> not, I mean, so, not... So, so your insecurity, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't insecurity that bad. took the form of changing her from... from uh, <laughs> From who she was into something. No, I just I, I was very camp counselor e with her. I mean, you guys will hear it in the podcast. It's not it's it's not so bad. I'm not gonna listen to it. Well, I I'm talking to my audience oh, okay. who listens to my they're podcast. Not listen to it either, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. They're whole... only tuning in for the intro. Oh boy, this mic isn't even plugged Aww. in. Well, <laughs> what if I carried a mic around with me if it wasn't plugged in, <laughs> like at bars? Surprise me one bit, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more surprised that you haven't already started doing that. Uh, well, the mics look like very cute ice cream cones, don't they? They're cool, like 1970s mics. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go, guys. Uh, please enjoy this episode with the very funny 
very young, very sexy Shelby Farrow. And we'll, tune, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll touch back. We'll come back to these guys in our commercial. World's longest wraparound. <laughs> I was when I was in middle school. I heard these guys talking about a, a boner and a blowjob. Like they were talking sweet and computers. Cool dudes. I don't remember what the what they were talking about, but I remember they were talking about computers yeah. and they were talking about blowjobs and boners. And they were talking about how to get like your CD-ROM open or something. So I like interjected and I was like, "Well, <laughs> you know, I can help you out." Yeah. But they were, they were talking about blowjobs and boners, and I was like, "Okay, this is what you do." Um, by the way, uh, what is What's a, a blowjob? What is a blowjob and what is a boner? And they told me that both things meant a Mexican prostitute. Yeah. And I was like, ah, that doesn't seem right. That but okay. doesn't sound right. And then like, that doesn't a, have like Latin a terrible, <laughs> like a terrible sketch for like a year, like two years. Like anytime someone said boner, you're like, anytime mm, someone said blow, I know what I was that like, is. yeah, it's a Mexican prostitute. I, I like, uh, I had a friend who thought, what was it? He like just found out too. We gave him so much shit for it. It was something like he thought that, like cock and dick meant two different things like one was like just the dick and one was like your dick and your balls but he thought it was like two different things we were like that's not correct at all who told you that it like i think he only found out like a year or two ago because it like kind of just never came up because like it wouldn't be that big of a differentiation what's your favorite penis slang Dick, something probably. I ask every yeah. night. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, dick's probably the coolest. Cock's it's, it's like the easiest. Cock is like, hey, it's like a little too much of a word. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Penis is always funny to say. Just yeah, always. See, I think in middle school, I was like the kid who, if if someone had said something like that, I, I think just as a person, I'm like not super trusting of people. So I just like would Wikipedia anything. Like I'm gonna get my. I would get like right, well, my you facts. Had, you down. had Wikipedia. Yeah, I had the we internet. had we had scribbles on a stump that was in the middle of a forest, and see, that's called me- the information stump. And we would travel that's actually out. messed up. I have no idea how people <laughs> learned about like sex and stuff before the internet. I mean, that's inter- like, like healthily interesting. Yeah. Well, I have no idea how people learned about sex and stuff with the internet healthily. I mean, you can always like just Wikipedia anything and just get like the bare bone like facts. Right. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, it's interesting. Like when I, when I talk with my friends who are in their late twenties or older and we talk about like our childhoods and there being no internet, there's also like the, the enthusiasm and like for finding information was such a big thing that I think like, I mean, with what you just said, maybe it's, maybe it's because like when I think about sex when I was a kid, it was like, did you, there's this movie called, um, uh, not, or, uh, the little emperor, the, oh uh, God, not empire of the sun, but, uh, the first <laughs> the Christian I, Bale one. Yeah. Not that one, which I loved. Um, I think it's called the first emperor and it's a movie that is set in an Asian country. Okay. The only thing that I remember was that, there was a. I was not allowed to watch it. It was a VH. Do you know? Do you know what a VHS is? Yeah, I know what a VHS. Is. It's like a box. I remember when DVDs 
were it's like you would you would see pictures of it a, a hot topic on a t-shirt hey i i own walls and gromit <laughs> videos <laughs> still can't play them they're worthless but yeah well um i'm sorry to make that very hack joke about you knowing what a vhs is no it's pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> my my boyfriend's 12 years older than me so he 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 makes those jokes all the time like, betamax know. and shit <laughs> yeah 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 which i don't i don't i don't know what a betamax looks like it's like a it's disc like a looking thing or it's like a tape yeah. it's like a giant tape yeah, yeah i've seen it before you know more than me um i just said that like i'm 100 years old uh so uh this tape my parents had it in their cupboard or like in their in their in their boudoir sure um and my i remember my mom saying like you can't ever watch this so one day when like there was like they were doing yard work or there i was in the fifth grade and there was some uh there's some reason why they weren't there and I like popped in the tape and in the movie there's this there's a wet nurse who breastfeeds another woman's baby yeah and I was so fixated on it and I was like this is crazy like first it was like the first boob I had ever seen yeah and like it was it it was like sexual kind of yeah. and I was like rewind, re- rewinding it over and over again and just like what is this what is it like yeah. that's so crazy like someone else's baby like she's just taking the- there's her she's boob she's just taking like- that baby yeah. like, <laughs> oh my god and I like and I and I think I was because there, I had never like seen anything like sexual before I was like aroused as like a, yeah. fi- a fifth grader um, and my mom came home and she's like I can't believe you watched this movie uh, or she, she asked me if I watched it and I was like I saw it I saw the breastfeeding I saw it she was like no 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 it's just very violent oh, like, she's like, I don't care about that yeah like, so uh, that, but like that if there was the internet what I imagine which I guess isn't true because it's like when a dog has unlimited food and water they don't constantly eat and like go yeah. for everything like which yeah. I think is totally true it's one of the things well and plus like I'm the youngest of I have two older siblings, which I think always sort of ups you knowing stuff wise. And we were allowed to watch TV a lot. Like yeah. I watched a lot of TV growing up and I read a lot of books. How did you um, know? How did you get to know stuff? I'm trying to think. Maybe like Judy Bloom. Oh, my God. You know what it was? Yeah. Oh, I'm a I'm a fucking nerd. I would read online like like erotic fiction mm-hmm. like i would read stories like i couldn't deal with pictures and video sure, like i don't sure, know sure. i didn't like it for some reason but like a like a good book with sex <laughs> in it yeah i can do that yeah, <laughs> like yeah, i can yeah. handle that um i just like to read a lot it was i think that must be it like that and just googling things the one thing i think i never it's not even a sex thing the only word i like never found out about till i was like kind of old like 12 or 13 was like cunt I finally found that out when I was like 13 or 14. And by that time, you had kind of passed the threshold for words to have their meaning. So like right. now I just throw on cunt like I couldn't give less of a shit about it because it was <laughs> such like a that's what you guys were all trying to keep me from hearing on Last Comic Standing or whatever it was I, I was watching I at the time. I was 20. Yeah. Like, I think it's just like a weird like you just find out stuff maybe more now or maybe if you look for it. Like I said, I like read a lot as a kid. Yeah. Which, and I liked history and stuff. Totally. So like shit like that when I was seven, I was probably like, yeah, a wet nurse is some is like someone a king would have to feed the baby because a queen yeah, does yeah. not feed her children. You well, know, I, I had read a I had read a book called The Midwife's Apprentice. Apprentice That's good. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like read that when I was I don't know nine or something. Like I 
but for me, like, because I was a big reader when I was a kid and I know that I read a lot of sexy things, like, I, I don't think they really, it didn't really make sense they don't to me. Resonate like, I, with I you. looked up what does masturbation mean in the, in yeah. the dictionary, but like, didn't really understand. Like, figure it out. Yeah. Like a few I was years. like, yeah, oh, yeah. pleasuring oneself sexually. Yeah. All right. Fine. I mean, we'll see what that means. Like, eventually. those are words. Um, yeah, it is pretty funny, though. Yeah, that's really funny. No, it's not just, that, it's just really violent, either. Aaron. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck. I don't give a shit about the guy's head got cut off. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Well, I think and I think I only got like 15 minutes into the movie. I saw that and then I saw uh, Poison Ivy, like the first 10 minutes of Poison Ivy. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, I thought you meant so, you saw, I thought you meant someone just got poison ivy in the movie. I was like, yeah, that's disgusting. That's <laughs> fucking gross. Uh, there's this uh, there there's a series of movies called Poison Ivy. One of them's with Drew Barrymore, but it's about like a Lolita type character who seduces an older man. I'd and I just saw a scene where a girl like puts her foot in someone's in this guy's crotch and like rubs his erection with her foot. Yeah, but I. Like that shaped my sexuality a whole lot. Yeah, like yeah. the first time I was ever like making out with a guy, I took my foot and like put it. In his, I'm just. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> it was, uh, but dude, but and it's he was not like, like he was sitting you far doing? away. You must have like maneuvered yourself into that position. Well, he was sitting. It was the, also the first time I had ever had alcohol. He was you would have his, to have moved him back away from you to do it. it. He he was exactly the distance that you're from. You are from okay. me now. So we're sitting. So Shelby and I are sitting on a small couch. I had this British friend, and her um, her mom was an alcoholic. And uh, she had, which is kind of an, uh, which is an unfair thing the to start say. Because to was, every sexy oh. story. <laughs> <laughs> My parents did not drink at all. So maybe she wasn't an alcoholic. Like now that, I have to that, like reach that's out to that. something that's like, skewed any, my, that my perspective. Because really? my parents don't drink at all. Because my dad's dad was an alcoholic. My mom, oh, okay. I think just doesn't like drinking. I think her, her dad's actually allergic to alcohol. So she might actually have like an intolerance to it. So they just don't drink at all. My Thank God my grandma drinks wine with dinner or else I would have never seen people consume alcohol. And I would have <laughs> thought like anyone yeah. drinking a beer would have been like crazy to me oh, yeah, if my grandma yeah. hadn't like been kind of a wine. Evil <laughs> and bad. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a big deal. Like the the smell of beer was just like, oh, this is trashy or evil. She or still could have been an alcoholic. Yeah, she could have still it been It was an like, what, the 80s? <laughs> When I was in high trying school, trying to think, no. was it no. earlier? Seven. When I was in high school. Well, I, I want to. I don't want to say anything rude. I don't know which way is ruder to go. Um, that I'm older or that I'm younger. That you're older, because it would be. I mean, I'm not offended, but it would I mean, be ruder I to be like, that I'm older. Like the fifties. Over the. I'm trying to think. My sisters <laughs> were in high school in the nineties, and I assumed you were ten years older than uh, them. I graduated high school in two thousand two. Oh, okay. Wait, how old are I'm you? Only, I'm only 28. When were my sisters in high No, my sisters were in high school in the 2000s. I I always think that I grew up in the 90s, even though that's absolutely not true. And okay. I've lived the majority of my life in the 2000s. Right, but right, in right. my head, it's the 90s. Okay. I like set everything back 10 years. That's not on you. <laughs> that's on Shelby's sense of time. So this was way back in so 2001. This was the 80s? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, kill me. I was six oh, when the 80s. I was five when the 80s ended. Okay, see, I was five when the 90s ended, and I think I lived in the 90s. <laughs> Um, Ugh, that was depressing. Anyways, what's <laughs> happening? She was a gross alcoholic. But nineties, it's like a grungy time. Well, I rode my horse and buggy to house. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. What someone her mom's rolled life away at the like. stone door. Nice looking. <laughs> there weren't. Do they have a wheel? No. Oh God. Oh, we would have just loved square wheels. blocks just chunking <laughs> yeah. along the street. Okay, nice. No, no, no. The mammoth rolled in the ice blocks, <laughs> and um, Ugan had made all this uh, fermented uh, cat urine. Nice. Um, anyway, uh, she had. Uh, do you know what a Do you know what a wine cooler is? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just think they're funny. She pulled out five. Yeah. To yeah, like, uh, do oh, I, yeah. Aaron? I pull oh, yeah. off the couch. It's just covered in wine coolers. <laughs> yeah. like, I've been here you- this whole time. <laughs> she had, um, there is this, and I was not, my parents were so strict. I wasn't allowed to go to parties at all. Okay. And I was not allowed to uh, ride in a car that had a high schooler in it. Okay. Or, or I was no no like a sixteen-year-old or whatever. Yeah, I was not allowed to ride in a car with a, a high schooler who was driving, but I okay. could ride in a parent's car. Sure, and I was not allowed to go to parties, not even like cast parties for the plays. Oh, really? Where, yeah, I was not allowed to go to parties, um, which really fucked me over when I went to college and then I could go to parties and then I was like waking up like in a gutter like "Ah." a lot of people like go crazy and like kids who don't drink till they're 21 like go insane when they're 21 yeah luckily I just had like a six month rumspringa and then I was like okay well this is lame well I I probably just did that when I was like 15 you know what I mean just because I happened to yeah yeah yeah. whenever it happens Uh, it's better to do it at 15 um that's good Uh, I so I was my my mom died my senior year of high school and oh, then my Jesus. dad kind of like it's a bummer. Yeah. But my my dad, you know, kind of let up the reins a little bit yeah. and let me go to a party. But now I Now that mom's gone. Yeah. It's party central. <laughs> I got it. Oh TV my god, in my I'm so room. sorry. <laughs> I mean, this is this is a shameful thing to say, but like after my mom Sometimes died, like I wasn't allowed to have happened to me. <laughs> Jesus. I wasn't allowed to have a phone or a TV in my room. And then my mom died. And like at the at the um, reception for the funeral. Yeah. My dad was like, you know, you kids have been through a lot. Anything you want. I was like, a TV on a phone in my room. Um, <laughs> if we're if we're doing this, I would like yeah. a cable. Is that, <laughs> can we get showtime if we're yeah. going to be making demands? Um, can you stop calling up. me fat? But yeah, <laughs> well, I'll no, but I'll get you the phone. Yeah, like, I'll, <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. one that's or the fair. other. Um, so I, so I went to to the, this girl's party, and uh, my memory of it is that her mom was there, but like passed out in the back sure, and didn't care, sure. and she had gotten a ton of uh, hooch, which is like British wine coolers, and I had never had anything to drink, and just. Uh, really, really went for it, and then we started playing kissing games, and then I I kissed this guy named Greg, 
who I've seen since then and was like a nice guy, except he used to wear a trench coat in high school and like capes and that things. Guy? Yeah, that guy. Like I was in I was the captain of my improv team in high school and he uh, he almost punched me in the face because I wouldn't let him wear his trench coat during a show. Great. Um, anyway. Uh, Greg and I were like sitting on a couch and I think it was in front of a ton of people and I was just drunk and like we had yeah. like I he was my first kiss because we had done this kissing game and I I said out loud after he kissed me like uh, he tastes like Gak and <laughs> do you know what That's, Gak is? Yeah I do know okay. what Gak is actually yeah so uh, a lot of questions there how do you know what Gak tastes like? Why does he well, taste like it? Well I had it? put it in my mouth sure I had tasted it. Well, because you can smell it. Also, like, how could you not put it in your mouth, guys? No, right, I guys. Have you put gak in your right, mouth, guys? Do you know if you put gak in your mouth? I probably have eaten a lot of silly putty. I chew on a lot of stuff. All right, yeah, you too. That's you may have an iron noise. deficiency. Is that a true thing? Yeah, that's possible. Well, well, we'll get it. it. We'll, yeah, we'll figure it out later. <laughs> uh, one of the signs of an iron deficiency is that you chew on a lot of things you want to. Oh, that's interesting. All the time. I also, could. Like, I easily uh, could being lethargic. Uh, I mean, but I am just sleepy. Yeah, exactly. Things. It's like, yeah. what if I'm just a piece of shit and I'm just lazy? <laughs> what about that, doctor? Hey guys, it's commercial time. I'm still here with uh, Jeff Davis and Kimber Hall at the drawing room. Yay! Um, so on the podcast, uh, this podcast is part of a network called Feral Audio. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to feralaudio.com and click on the donate button under This Feels Terrible. If you donate $10 or more, I'll send you a postcard. If you donate $50 or more, I'll paint you a painting. I've painted you guys paintings. Yeah, you have. Yeah. yeah. They're lovely. Did you did you put it up ever? It still leans against the wall, right where I put it. Oh. I, I don't, my place isn't big enough to it's hang. It's like any, I'm dead. It's like I'm uh, a tiny Tim. My place isn't really big enough to hang any new art unless I start taking things down. Aaron gotcha. painted uh, some paintings that I gave my mother, and my mother loves them so much. Oh, I forgot about that little portrait painting. Yeah, a little portrait of me and my many siblings. If you haven't had a painting by Aaron McGathy, my advice is get one, pay the money, have one, and uh, look for the hidden swastika. For some reason, you, <laughs> it's, 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 a little, it's a little Easter egg she throws in there. Uh, there's, always a, there's always a swastika hidden somewhere but, in the painting. But some say that it's, you know, not quite like a Nazi. It's not no, a it's Nazi swastika. It's a Native swastika. American symbol. It's a, it's it's a, a thank you. Thank you. Nazi Germany. For peace and yes. balance. Yes, it has nothing to do with Aaron's rampant racism. It's an old, old mystical symbol. There you go. She's very, she's very good at flesh uh, Just, Just commercials. Also, everyone should listen to the other uh, shows on Feral Audio. One of those shows being Harmontown. Harmontown? Are, uh, are we in Feral Audio? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, what a surprise. <laughs> yeah, and Jeff is the uh, comptroller sidekick co-host of Harmontown, which is a podcast with Dan Harmon. You guys should check it out. Uh, what other shows are on Feral Audio? There's Chelsea Peretti's uh, Call Chelsea, um, Duncan Trussell Family Hour, uh, Ingrid and Mel Stevens' Vomit on the Web, Little Esther's podcast, Weird Adults. There's Steve Agee's Solid Gold Blowjob Machine. Yeah. There's Steve Agee's Uh. Uh? Yeah, he has a podcast called Uh. Oh, really? Yeah. I just make it And on Feral Audio. 
Yeah. Name another friend. We'll see if they're falling for a lot of you. Um, Kumail Nanjiani. Uh, yeah, Kumail Nanjiani appears on Harmontown frequently. He does? <laughs> he does. He sure does. Oh, wow. Tell us what you really think about Harmontown. I love Harmontown. I'm there all the time. Harmontown, uh, I can't say anything about Harmontown. I'm in the show. It's good. Yeah. There we go. What do you? How do you think the audience is uh, enjoying this interview with Shelby Farrow so far? Um, I didn't listen to it. I was too busy doing things that I enjoy. But uh, <laughs> <Whoa>! <laughs> this is Jeff Davis saying, "Do not listen but to this podcast." Not having listened to it, I thought you came down a little hard on her. Uh, you got a little camp counselory on her, Aaron. <laughs> Let I, a woman live her life. You're right. Like, you're right. I yeah, a little camp counselory, but it's you know you see someone that's 19, yeah. very funny, very is, smart, very sexy, red hair. Room. You see yourself. Well, also she, you know, she reminds me yeah. of what it was like to be 19, which kind of sends you into a spiral. Sends one into a spiral. Yeah, but hers is an upward spiral. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to reverse that. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't 19-year-old Shelby Farrow until I was 27. Is that right? Now let's get back to that thing that you may or may not have been listening to. I'm Jeff Davis. <laughs> and I'm Kimber Hall. And we are on Steve Agee's Solid Gold Blowjob Machine <laughs> here on Feral Audio. <laughs> Yeah, so in front of everybody, I stuck my foot in his crotch because I thought that was sexy. It's pretty badass, though, (laughs) to a certain extent. And the the mood, I mean, it was in front of all my friends. And there there was a shift where at first he was like, oh. And then he was like, what are you doing? And then everyone's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then everyone's like, don't don't tell her to stop. Like, this is. And then I I was like, well, everybody's entertained by this. So I guess I'll continue on. There was a shift. There was a paradigm shift from, oh, ah, what's happening? (laughs) So have you ever had a boyfriend? Uh, kind of. I, I'm trying to think what my timeline was. I think my first kiss was when I was like 12 or 13, but then there was like a big, you know, that like lull, that like four or five year lull of mm-hmm. high school. Um, I kind of, and then in college, it's like so easy to hook up with people in college. I don't know, yeah. but maybe I'm not the first one to discover that. <laughs> like that's like <laughs> a, such a thing, but I was sort of like, this is a joke, right? That it's this easy like I was yeah, like this yeah, is yeah. disgusting I don't even want to be a part of this anymore um, I want to work for my affection guys I need <laughs> to work for my affection when you say it's easy you just mean that like when you were in high school like it seems like there's a like you were saying well, like, no, you one's, cool no one really has or... sex in high school or some, right. some people are I'm sure some great people are but like it's not as prevalent as like right and you live with your parents you don't just like yeah you can't just like go home when people anywhere. go to college somehow in between the like on the road trip from high school to college you get uh, leaves of grass and yeah. a hacky sack Slowly and a frisbee figure and a, it out. A bottle a of vodka. Yeah. Um, it's pretty funny. I, I think there is like a certain point at a night at a college party where you can actually be like, eh, what? I'm not going to have sex tonight. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go. That's, I'm, I'm not that. That sounds gross. But uh, I kind of was seeing someone for like a year. Whoa. But we were such infants about it. We would neither just say, yeah, we're dating. Let's just call it dating. We're dating. We're clearly dating. We're right. we're exclusive. We hang out. How, all the time, how blah, long blah, ago blah. Was this? 
now I guess we broke up in August. Uh, but we like kind of never did that or neither of us had the balls to be like, well, if we're not dating, let's just stop. Like, let's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it was like a pretty like unhealthy thing in retrospect, even Where at the time you're you like, him? this is bad at uh, USC. Um, and plus we were like moving in together the next year. So we're like, well, we definitely have to stop what we're doing when we move in together. Right. Which yeah. we did. I don't know. It was like very, I'm like, I'm like very boring as a person when it comes to relationships. I'm like very clinical about it. And like, I don't really have a problem separating out my emotions. What from, kind of guys catch your eye? Like fucking mean people. I'm the worst. <laughs> and I also recognize that. So I'm like, well, I can't date. Cause all the people I'm into are like probably really bad for me right now. So I'll wait till I'm like 27, have my brains developed. I get some <laughs> self-worth and then I'll start dating. <laughs> like, right. I'm like, Let's let's protect Shelby from herself and her uh, own preferences. Twenty-seven, the year when you feel perfect and ready. <laughs> Is that it? Uh, Is that I remember time? last year. <laughs> oh my god, it was amazing. I think I think everyone in LA is screwed. I talk about it to my friends all the time. Mm-hmm. I think everyone has a really weird, fucked up concept of it down here, and it's a weird thing of at any in any other career path in almost any other place in the world it would sort of just fall in line like my like my sister my sister will go to medical school and she'll be a doctor and she'll get a boyfriend she'll get married like it'll if she wants it to happen it'll just like happen but in la at least especially it's like a weird thing of it all gets like pushed later like 10 years almost like guys aren't really ready to settle down until they're like 40 or 50 yeah girls don't really want to settle down until they're in their 30s because basically you want your career to be sorted out right and that might never happen so it becomes this weird like everyone's like upset down here like everyone's (laughs) miserable about relationships down here i'm like if everyone's just like a tiny bit less shallow and like just like a little chiller it could be like a lot of fun <laughs> like we could like all just be like fucking in the sand you know fucking in the sand um yeah it is uh it is real screwy down here we've talked about this on the podcast before but especially for for women yeah and um, i and i feel bad about it too cuz i know a ton of like amazing people where i was like yeah fucking go to wisconsin you'll be fine yeah. <laughs> like you'll yeah. get a boyfriend so quickly yeah. and he would be amazing like it wouldn't even be like a lowering your standards thing it'd be like people are just realistic about like life and are willing to admit i feel like down here it's also like a lot of a status thing where it's mm-hmm. like look how hot my girlfriend or whatever is where in other yeah. places it's just like what she's hot to me so who cares you know right yeah which is a big thing well and i had a friend who was telling me yesterday and i don't think that i don't think that all men feel this way but i have a friend who's uh, I guess he's like 35 and he's a television writer and uh, he's he's dating somebody right now and and he likes her a lot. And I had I didn't know that he was still dating this girl. And I had said, oh, you should meet my you should meet my friend. Or I was talking about I was talking about. Um, oh, I was I can say this. I was talking about Neely, who is on the Dates with okay. Justin podcast, <laughs> the way I like a lot, um, who I think I've creeped out a little bit. But I. <laughs> Um, hey Neely, if you still want to hang, yeah. uh, you got my you, you got my info. Uh, hey, you know where I live? Come come by. Where do you <laughs> live? Come over, I'll whatever, come by. Neely. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was gushing about Neely at a, after my softball game yesterday, and I. <laughs> Um, it couldn't sound more movie lesbian you know what I mean like Hollywood's version of lesbian (laughs) she's so cool you know Neely and I are gonna go on a girlcation and then I realize she's just really soft that's all I'm trying to say she just (laughs) she looks really soft 
Look, I just want to see what it's like to kiss another girl. I mean, I'm not gay. I just want to see. Oh, so soft. I'm still um, young. <laughs> so uh, Neely is uh, Jewish, and my friend is Jewish, and he's really into Israel, and she's Israeli, and she's Jewish. Is so she? <laughs> no, no, she's she's Israeli, and oh, he's okay. like, and he's a Jew, he's a Jewish Jewphile. So sure, sure, he's I real was, Jewy. Yeah, he's real Jewy. And I had said, uh, I, I was like, oh, well, I have I have this friend. She's not my friend. She doesn't hang out with me. Yeah, but <laughs> I have. Yeah. No, I have a really tight friend. I was like, oh, well, you should meet this girl, Neely. Like, she's so beautiful and cool and um, soft. <laughs> she no, just looks, she looks like sunlight. <laughs> is all I'm, I just. I mean, when you look at her, you just want to, like, just be wrapped it's like, in her oh, arms. like, burn my house, burn my bridges. I'm, I'm with you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares what happened before? You know that feeling. <laughs> Who cares what um, happened before? <laughs> let's start a new life We're together. We're reborn. <laughs> um, so he and, he and he he was like, oh, well, no, I actually like I'm still dating that girl that you met. Yeah. And I was like, oh, gosh, oh I'm so shit. sorry. OK, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's great. Um, and he and he was like, well, but, you know, I'm always 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 got my eye out. Or you know how guys are. And I was like, what? What do you mean? And, oh, no, I don't. You fucking creep. <laughs> and he's not like he's not a creepy. He's not a creepy guy at all. And he kind of corrected himself. and He was like, well, you know, like. It was kind of... I mean, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't like the person he's in a relationship with, but then some part of me is like, well, then why are you even dating that other person? If you could even entertain the possibility, I'm like pretty all or nothing when it comes to it to a certain extent. Well, I mean, like people, people aren't, individuals aren't stereotypes, but stereotypes exist. And the facts, them, those facts are facts. And those facts are that in Los Angeles men tend to not settle down until they're in their late 30s, early 40s, and they don't settle down with women in their late 30s, early 40s. They settle down with women in their late 20s, mid-20s, 30s, late 20s, yeah. yeah. Because, you know, and, and in addition to that, I, I, I think, I can't remember who said this to me, but uh, I think it's very true that women settle down when they fall in love and men settle down when they're married, or when they're married, when they're uh, ready. Yeah. And in Los Angeles, I mean, I think, men everywhere like in wisconsin like maybe the the thing is like well once i'm assistant manager at kmart then i'll feel like i'm secure I'll be enough secure enough to yeah, settle yeah. down but here it's like well when when I, I yeah when i want to get my Oscar. yeah um yeah when i when i sign a deal when i and also in los angeles like everyone feels like they are on the cusp of something everyone always and i get so nervous because everyone gets divorced <laughs> down here at least with like everyone does it like everyone i know seems to be on like it could happen and it stopped being like a crazy thing to me it's like oh yeah i could see someone like yeah at 40 you get divorced whatever you have a kid together like yeah, to yeah, a certain yeah. extent which kind of it, like bums me out just in the greater scheme of life like i understand right. it and i'm okay with it but it's like just a little sad because there's also i mean there's more emphasis on the individual than on the family in los angeles yeah and there's a big like you know, I'm sure you've heard uh, older female friends of, of yours, like when you're talking about it, relationship stuff, like and everyone's so quick to say, like, well, if you're not happy, get out yeah, of it. So and everybody's jealous of each other. It's and everybody's like, like, uh, like, it's I do not believe in staying married for kids. I don't believe in being in like a poisonous relationship just to keep some sure, outdated yeah. family ideal going. But I do believe that if you also have the option of just cutting and running at any point, oh, I would do it a million times a day. Like I, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if I didn't have whatever 
50s holdover inbred thing in me that's like, no, when I get married, I think I might want to stay married. I would get divorced so quick. And I know for a fact I would like just because it's hard. It's hard and it's shitty and it sucks. You know what I mean? Um, Which I like kind of get. But it makes me nervous. My whole thing is I think you just can't you not you can't you maybe shouldn't settle down with someone until you're both have reached have reached some like kind of water finding its own level thing and you've sort of accepted it and you can still maybe be like striving for more working hard yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. but when you're kind of like okay with whatever you have that's like when you can figure it out totally the other parts well and especially when you're talking about I, I feel that way very strongly when I think about having children like I want to, I don't know what it is yet but I know that I want to have a yeah I won't know until it happens yeah but I maybe like having a high paying TV job or something, something where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to ruin this child's life because yeah, I'm blaming like, them for my lack of success. Or like something where you just feel, yeah, we're wanting a child outweighs anything else, which I think is a totally valid thing. Like I know for a fact I have that biological clock that when I hit 25 or 26 is going to start clicking down. Like I can't help it. I love <laughs> babies. I love kids. I love dot. Like I'm like super into it. And so it's like a weird thing of like, yeah, I wonder what's going to happen when I'm like 28 and still really trying hard to do my career because I do love like working. Mm-hmm. I like working like a kid right now. Yeah. So it is really funny. I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. When I'm like 35, which is going to win out. I'm curious to see. Hmm. Well, hopefully. I'm also into adopting, though. So I give myself yeah. till like 40 to start a family. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I yeah I'm cool starting later. My boyfriend's so fucking old though. I don't know. Oh, yeah, he's gonna die really soon. It's like death. You're gonna rattling. make him do spin class with me. I kind of dig spin class. Yeah, it's I just nice. went to my it's first like uh, spin class today. Yeah. yeah, it's like fun. Do you go to Yaz? Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, like. it's great. Sponsored by Yaz, apparently. <laughs> like sh- really I, shilling for them. <laughs> my friend, I went with uh, Jeff Davis. Mm-hmm. Uh, friend jeff davis and i was not excited about going with him really because he had talked so much about it um but uh i hate that anyone being enthusiastic about something will either make me love it and be on board or it's gonna make me fucking hate it i'm gonna be like (laughs) i can't help it man you like it too much i have to hate it now i i mean i heard the story of yaz over and over and over yeah (laughs) yaz changed my life yaz like (laughs) yeah like you you know the first yoga and spinning yeah oh that's what it stands for I think I think so. No, you're right. I mean, that yeah. is what it stands for. This morning I was googling it and I googled YAZ as in oh, the no, birth control, yeah, yeah. and I was like, you blood but there's that. I was like, yes, uh, yes, spinning. Anyway, um, it ended up being great and it was fun and it was fine. And I think I crossed a, a, a personal sh- threshold with like exercising with a another person. Yeah, I know. Um, I hate that. I I dig yes. I don't know why I'm <laughs> pushing this so hard, but it's not crazy. It's not like Soul Cycle. Which is like, have you been to Soul Cycle? <laughs> I haven't. I can do like I was on it as unathletic and doughy as I am. I like was on like a real sport. We like practice at five thirty in the morning. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I can do someone. And water polo, that's crazy. Yeah, I can take someone like yelling at me, and I can and it can help and stuff. But that was like so stupidly intense for nothing. Like it's like it's the whole thing. Soul Cycle. Oh, uh, it's the fucking worst. They like play that like loud blaring music, and they make a whole point where they're like, "Don't sit in the front." rows if you're not gonna keep up because you set the example for the rest of the class and I was like dude fuck this I'm out so hardcore Uh, I've never been back I went once and I won't do it again 
I uh, I can't get into Soul Cycle just because it's so it's such a like Hollywood. I feel like yeah, it's very Hollywood. It's also like I mean, a lot of women that I really like a lot do it, but I'm like, I don't want to. I'm gonna do cycling with Zoe Deschanel. Like, I just want to. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, but Yaz is so nice. They're so laid back about it. (laughs) Yeah, and I think spinning's like a thing that because like I've gone, I go to like pop physique sometime, which is like, oh yeah, I couldn't drag a guy here. They would not be down. But like spinning is like, yeah, everyone spins. Marathoners spin. Like it's it's a legitimate form of exercise. Totally. So. So what would I love and spinning? Those <laughs> two greatest um, questions. So you are you were just writing on Pete Holmes's mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. and you were hanging out with a bunch of comedy dudes, and you were talking about college and college parties and like everybody sleeping with each other and Ugh, like, being disgusting. so like. <laughs> Sex is gross, y'all. Just wait. Like that's my old, my old like talk for kids would be like, it's gross. Ugh, you're gonna have to do it a lot. Do you put it off? Like just you're gonna have to do it a lot for like a healthy relationship. So just wait. If I was to ask you, Shelby, like what would be the best way to ask you? Like Shelby, do you have a lot of casual sex at these parties? How would I ask that? Fucking nailed it. You fucking nailed it. (laughs) I always wonder about that. I think. I think I'm like a pretty repressed person in some aspects in that I just said sex is but gross. I wonder, am I wondering if you're relatively... Uh, I, but in the grand, in the grand scheme of the world... about you 18-year-olds and you 19-year-olds? Yeah, yeah. I think in the grand scheme of the world, I'm like pretty liberal when it comes to just casual sex. I don't care. I think that's totally fine. And I do it, and I have done it, and I will do it again. <laughs> not That's a Shelby Farrell promise. Uh, but it's definitely. But I think it almost actually helps that either because people are like bad at fucking when they're my age, or I personally am just like not like an over like sexualized like person or sexually mm-hmm. charged person that it like kind of curbs me because like I'm not someone who. I don't like go out looking to fuck. You know what I mean? But if it like happens, do you have friends who go out looking to fuck? I don't know if I have friends. I probably have guy friends who do. Who the, yeah. who that's actually like probably a goal of going out to a bar. Like that's sure, like never yeah. like a goal for me, but it's but if it was like a friend who I was attracted to and they're like don't have sex, I'd be like, mm, "Yeah, I'm not too tired." <laughs> like, okay, why not? Have you is there any like fallout afterwards? Not so far. I've been very lucky. I'm pretty, because I'm also pretty good at, like, there was a guy who I knew for a fact that I was just in, like, a weird, like, month-long depression-type crazy zone. So I was like, okay, well, like, we shouldn't fuck because I'm gonna get weird. You know what I mean? Like, it might be weird or I'm being weird, but I felt bad. We did just, like, hook up a few times, and then I kind of just, like, ignored him, even though I really, really like him. He's a great guy, friends, but but if I don't like you as a person too like very much Mm -hmm. I will get embarrassed about hooking up with you like I have like a rule where I'm like well if I like can't bring myself to make eye contact with them (laughs) like just maybe you should stop doing stuff right 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 I'm like I'm like an autistic dog like I I like just like don't um that's a weird thing to say if you can't make eye contact with a person you shouldn't fuck them that's a that's a bad rule of thumb that's a rule i would not give to anyone else but i'm gonna stick with it because it's worked out pretty well what are your like so so what are your prerequisites if you were having casual sex with somebody because like it's clearly not and i'm not like i i am 
I'm so I'm so interested in this. Like, it sounds like you have a pretty healthy attitude about this. When I think about when I was 19 and like me and my friends, when we were 19, maybe it was because there wasn't there also wasn't this like this culture of talking about casual sex when I was in college or maybe there was and I just didn't know about it. Um, So. Uh, yeah, like I, my pattern when I was 19 was like, oh, I like this person. Oh, they kiss me. Let's get married and we're going to be yeah, together. Yeah. Like there wasn't any sort of like, oh, like I'm just kind of casually. The first time I had sex, I set a million ca- candles and played this band called Star Sailor. And See, I think that's great. No, I kind of wish great. I had yeah. like had but, that in me. I, I mean, prereqs for that is basically like, am I going to be embarrassed of you? Mm. Am I going to be embarrassed telling people and not in a fun way and like and I'm actually embarrassed because I get embarrassed by people very easily. Like if I think I'm tied to them that much and right. then if I'm like, yeah, I fucked them and then I find out that they're like not funny or not smart or annoying, like literally anything will be like, oh, is it kind of known like when you sleep with somebody? at one of these <laughs> now I'm thinking about these parties and I just imagine everybody in a toga and no underwear they're so and shitty no the um, college parties have been, have been so bad they're so boring it's well, unbelievable do you I mean like when you when you sleep with somebody or hook up with somebody like does everybody know the next day it's like oh who did you hook up with oh I hooked up with Mike Mike Watermelon gang oh what yeah. uh, <laughs> um Someone of with a lot the watermelon <laughs> That was a made up last night. Watermelon girl. gang. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I hooked up with Mike Watermelon Gang. Oh, cool. I had him last week. Sweet. Like, weird with the leg thing. Last- yeah, the leg thing was weird. Uh, or, or, I, I would, if that were the case, I would be open to that sort of chatting with someone. Like, I would never, if they were like, yeah, I fucked him two weeks ago, I'd be like, yeah, wait, was that weird? Like, it was weird, right? <laughs> um, but. Like, uh, what is the pattern? Like, if I, you had to, like, really. I don't really tell anyone. I'll tell maybe, like, a best friend or something but it's not like a god I don't I don't I just don't care that much. well and then what I may be pretty I... healthy like sexually or whatever maybe that's a thin line uh with the no eye contact thing but when you see those guys dudes later are are they like hey that was cool and you're like yeah cool and then you just no no ways, I don't like... I don't think we talk about it but I'm I'm like I'm like their bro like I'm kind of I do kind you sleep of relate with your like friends? that uh no no i don't think so well what do you, you mean you don't think so well i mean i mean do you mean like well i was friends with this guy and then we ended up dating for a year like that type of no thing? no no but but when you said they're like my bros like do oh you... no i'm not like fun cool girl who's like <laughs> yeah let's fuck like that's i will like i have like very little because my because my standards are weirdly high for being okay with casual sex i like don't have that much sex this makes me sound a lot cooler than I am, I think, all this sex talk. But, like, I have, like, pretty weirdly high standards for it with basically just stemming off of if I think you're good enough to have sex. Like, it's actually, like, a very, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Mm. And 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 that, or is, that comes from, like, how, like, funny and cool and... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're hot. I mean, yeah, if someone's... Yeah, do you ever have dumb. sex? Do you do you guys have sex repeatedly? No, I don't really do that with anyone. Right so now, is there at least. is there just like an understanding? Like, well, that was cool. Like, let's yeah. Continue and and I out? also am a big believer, and I don't date or have sex with people in like the comedy community to a certain extent. Yeah. I don't want to deal with it. 
plus we're all plus we're all weird i'm not gonna deal with some other comedian you know what i mean like we're all fucking very weirdos smart. yeah oh if only 2008 aaron could have heard <laughs> 2013 shelby farrow so you don't have sex with people in the comedy community no it's weird and it's and it's clear like well i'm still figuring it out i'll figure i'll figure it out i'm like what 19 i've been having sex for what two years like i like i'll have i yeah. have plenty of time to sort of sort it out I'm pretty, I'm still pretty like repressed. I think when it comes to emotional relationships, I don't like date and I kind of don't, and I kind of conceptually understand it, but as a human being have never been able to figure out how to do it very yeah. well Yeah. or like feel it. Like I don't like that feeling. I don't like feeling happy. <laughs> it like upsets me. It like makes you very uncomfortable. So like that, Interesting. yeah, I like kind of push that it's down weirdly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah it's one it's like that type of thing my pattern is usually like oh i'll be friends with someone and then we'll maybe start like cooking up like as friends or whatever but never really date and then we'll sort of just end it mm-hmm. but, like i'm like i'm not gonna get like crazy on you that's like the thing i always tell people i'm like look i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna get obsessed man i'm never gonna be really crazy love you. my family yeah god they fucking hate me <laughs> worst that they don't i don't i, uh, I like i they're so disappointed <laughs> I feel like I'm at your, uh, well, not necessarily because I'm, I'm nine years older, almost 10 years older, but I, um, like when I was, I mean, you're, it's so good that you're, you're so focused on your career and you're like, well, like the other thing will come and like that That's my thing. I'm like, come. I have five years to just focus on my career before people are even, before people my age or even people who I'd want to date. Yeah. To a certain extent. Well, even more than five years. Yeah. I would, I would kill myself before I dated a 25 year old. Yeah. yeah. Or a 26 year old in Los Angeles. I I would would hate to, I would kill myself and Dustin Marshall. Or like a 22 year old, like someone my age. Like if I was was dating a 19 year old, I'd be (laughs) like, what are you applying to colleges? You (laughs) fucking child. Like maybe if I was living in some sort of realm where like I was teaching some sort of class and at the end of the class, I would like have sex with a 22 year old. I guess. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, it's like legal and consensual and like, yeah, everything. which Which is gross. I have no interest in having sex with a 22 year old, but I will say that there is some sort of like, and I don't even think it's a sexual fantasy, but I I do have like a fantasy of like, I'm going to show a 22 year old the ropes ropes and then he'll remember me forever. It's like this beautiful older woman who taught him everything. Yeah, Yeah, it is a power trip thing. That's cool. It's cool to have that power complex. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't want to turn 20 because I despise early 20 year olds and people in their 20s like 20 to 25 so much i make so much fun of them they're so vapid right and they think that life's so important and it's not (laughs) and none of their brains have developed but they all think they have man i would embrace that embrace that time because you're right but also you will have 80 years of not being in your early 20s i know know? i'm so So boring (laughs) I like, can't do it. I like can't have. I don't know. I like can't have fun if there's gonna be consequences to it. I'll never be able to separate it out. <laughs> well, I mean, just I mean, then I mean, you, you are you're self aware and you're into a bunch of shit, and it, and you're also, um, you're also naive in the best way. Yeah, tight. <laughs> and I'm not saying so, sex. So, you know, yeah, like- you're not 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 in a way that you're projecting, but like when it comes to 
career and opportunity and everything like you, you you're just inherently naive I mean you'd have oh to yeah be. I still I still like what I'm doing right and I right. still am well like, I mean excited like about doing, it right and and like in addition to that like you're talented and you're young and and in Hollywood like everyone just worships youth and so like now is yeah I always make the joke though that I'm like the worst 19 year old like I have like heartburn and acid reflux and my joints but, but hurt and I have wrinkles like but it's, <laughs> like but it's adorable in the same way that we applaud a dog for wearing a tie because yeah. we're like you can't wear a tie you're a dog like, and in the same way your body like, shouldn't be breaking Shelby, already you, you can't be manic manic depressive you're 19 That's I know adorable. you'd be surprised yeah yeah so I I mean the the you know I I understand uh bagging on early 20 year olds but i mean fucking write some poetry in a park and totally like i mean into a mirror i'm very excited for ages like 23 through 28 i think those are gonna be like <laughs> i'm like kind of just like waiting for it i'm like well if i just keep like sort of just like plugging away and working hard and like not really getting distracted or taking vacations like yeah when i'm 23 like i'm gonna have fucking fun i might have some money I'll be legally old enough to drink but not young enough that you sound young because like 23 24 like kind of sounds like an older person no, like it I, it kind of, I mean it, more so than 19 more so than yes, saying more I'm so 19. Than 19 yes more so than 19 um, but. I can't even imagine when people hear I'm 19 what they think because I see it like the way like my mom would see a 19 year old or or the way I look at a 19 year old where I'm like right oh, you'll figure it out like you're still a little kid and I'm like oh that's me no <laughs> it's like a weird twilight zone I mean I do think that people make the mistake of Myself included, like when I think of a 19 year old, like I, I immediately am like, oh, well, make sure they're, they're not hungry or they'll cry, you know, like, the, you know, like such an extreme, but it's thing. true. But I have friends- but like, when I was 19, like I fucking like I worked and I performed at a theater and I thought I was a million years old and all of my friends were in their thirties and I had like yeah. a real like, and I'm not saying that I was, I, I think we forget that. Because everybody just changes. You change. Just depending on who you are. Yeah. Well, and I Because I, I know 23-year-olds who can't fucking do laundry and can't pay their taxes right, well, and can't feed themselves. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So young to me. At 23, I'm like, are you going to eat this balloon? Or are you going to think it's food? No, like, serious. Like, that actually like, is how I feel about people where I'm like, what? You're going to go do acid and eat e all night and then like <laughs> think that you're going to be okay the next day no you fucking idiot you're going to be tired like they're like oh right. can't believe i had to sleep all day i like did my all night i was like that's normal but it's it's more it's more of a reflection of how much people feel that they change individually like talking to you and also just like i don't know like when you put a face to 19 it doesn't feel like and i'm not calling you an old soul or anything I do. I do think you're an old soul. I just hate that expression. Yeah, it's awful. But um, you're and blah, blah, blah. You're very mature. But uh, what was that? Just, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, you can only be. But but even even in your your natural immaturity, it's still like, oh, 19. I remember 19. Like, you're mostly the same person like I'm mostly the same person I was when I was 19 it's just like oh like in between 19 and 28 there's I just learned, like one like, more piece that like falls into place yeah it's well, like future aspect many many more I mean pieces. like a biological well, piece right that yes, clicks in yes yeah there are biological things and then there's life experience and then there's also like 
regressing back to being younger and like yeah. figuring out all that shit. Like it's all it's all super complicated. So like age age stuff is uh weird. I always have the question. I always I always ask people this because it's I I honestly have no idea and it's something I think about in my downtime all the time, which is pay your parking tickets. Yes, you should. Yeah, that's for I'm the worst about it. <laughs> See, I don't need to do drugs and go out and drink and shit because I will fuck up my life in other ways. Like I owe like six hundred dollars in parking ticket. Like I'm fine fucking up my own self. But uh, <laughs> oh, but my thing is how much respect do people? Like, are people owed just because of their age? I think about this all the time, and I have no idea what the answer oh, is. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I think. Because I'll meet 50 year olds where I'm like, I, where I'm like, you're, you're nothing to me. And I don't think I should treat you any differently just because you happen right. to have been on this earth longer. And then the other part of my brain's like, what? Fuck you. They've, <laughs> they know way more than you. Just give them more respect. Like, you know what I mean? I think it's a, it's an interesting, it's like, it's, it's almost like a, parabola like your as far as like how much respect someone's owed like or the um the ratio between experience and integrity and everything like when you get older like when someone is when when I meet someone who's 40 well no, I mean, like, I mean, age, I mean, age is so, age is so relative. Yeah. Like, usually when I think of, when I think of age and like, because I'm in this, enter, because we're in this entertainment business where age is such a weird relative thing, but that it also becomes important sometimes and sometimes it's not. Like, when I meet somebody who's been in the business for a really long time, like, if they do anything that's remotely, shitty or like if they talk down to another artist or they talk down to like people who are younger than them yeah. or they're jealous or they're insecure I will judge them so much more harshly than I will oh, someone really? who's younger and I have I tend to because they're like if you I'm sure you've seen this already that there are so many people in Los Angeles who just make so much money off of creative people who are yeah. not creative who are yeah. Some of them are grandfathered in. Some of them just like failed upward and they're older and they make so much fucking money yeah. and like their jobs are just to be present. So they so they get money because if they don't give a bunch of notes on someone's script, then it's like, well, why? Are, yeah. So like in that way, like the age thing is uh, I'll judge someone more harshly for being, they're being older. Asshole. Yeah, that's like, my thing is sort of like or if it's just people just in day to day life where. And someone was like, I raised two kids, like, you better respect me. Some part of me is like, what, you want respect for just doing what people do and just growing up and just living life? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, what about when I have two kids? Like, I'm not going to deserve more respect for having a family. Like, I don't know, there's some part, but then some part of me is like, well, but they've been through more stuff. And yeah. I get that entertainment thing, though. If you're like 60 and like still bitter, that's my thing. I'm like, I just want to be bitter. You yeah. can't be bitter. It'll kill you down here. <laughs> Well, and in the same way, like one of the reasons why this this city worships age, like young young people, like it's it, there's something like divine and pure and amazing about a 19 year old coming in and being like, hey, like I I have some observations and like here's my Dude, voice. You'd be surprised; it's so hard to get hired. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised. Like, I'm sure it's very hard it's to like, get hired. It's like, crazy hard, and it's yeah. and it's that dual. But thing But it won't of, be in a little while. It's not hard to get shows. 
Well, right? it's hard. Yeah, it is. It's hard to get anyone to actually trust you. It's very easy to have people go to have people want to meet you and have right. people want to be able to tell their bosses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I met with her. I know her. She's in with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no yeah. one will actually help you out in a real way because well, they don't want to put their neck on the line for someone 19. Right, right, right. But then when you're 25 and you've spent six years working your ass off to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then they'll say, oh, yeah, we yeah, we've been friends with them the whole time. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It's like very interesting. And, and I don't think I've been owed anything. I've only been here two years. That is no time at all in mm -hmm. the grand in this whole thing i don't think i'm owed i don't think i'm owed anything some parts of me are sort of like oh i wish people would like give me a chance though like they'll give you enough of a chance to know yeah. your name but not enough to actually prove yourself right, one way or the other team hearing the word team yeah is like oh well i can't well and i mean and you being under 21 is also a thing yeah i like can't i like have had problems doing stand-up shows yeah. At bars. Which is like when you are when you're 25, 26, you will like that'll be something that you talk about and it will be like such a fun memory that like there was a yeah. time when you had a hard time like going like and you, and you you know that and you know that that's all going to be great. But I, and I mean, it's the just people people meeting with you it's because they think that you are magical and you're extra magical because you're 19 so yeah i mean it's a weird you're in a weird you're in a weird position but you're in a great position because you know that at the end of the tunnel it's just like only yeah. more opportunity not like well i'm past my prime whereas okay. there are women who are in their like late 28 40, late 40s oh, yeah yeah, twenty eight. Figuring it out. Well, like, I was like saying, me, I was like, saying, like, if you had just though decided right now, right, I'm gonna yeah. do stand up. You know what I mean? Yeah, Someone yeah, yeah, like yeah. when you're like thirty seven, are like, I'm gonna do it now, and it's like, yeah, Ugh, yeah, yeah. Shit, every, just every, don't. Yeah, why bother? Right, <laughs> like, you've right. Lived most every, of your life, yeah. <laughs> but also like you know, there are people who start later but you're right like people that depresses everybody whereas everyone's people may not be giving you jobs but they're excited to me sure yeah it's my advice to you my only advice to you is just write everything down like journal i should and i I'm don't really and i don't mean it. like write down jokes i mean like write down how you're feeling and like that stuff will be you too emma Write down your feelings. Yeah, you want to get on? <laughs> Do you have sex? Because <laughs> the thing is, I probably, my year. I probably only. My year, so uh, having, uh, oh, you're having you're having warehouse sex. on subway. You're having great. You're having off on <laughs> the roof. Sex. She's having the W. Sex. She's having Statue of Liberty sex. Oh my God, you're you're drowning. You're going to paint parties. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, for the record, I have sex maybe like once every four months. I'm like a sex camel. I just like suck it up, and I'm like good on all relationship aspects for like four more months. I that's really funny. NYU, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could have a lot of. I could fuck a lot at NYU. <laughs> oh God, um, I'm yeah, so I just lame. yeah, no, but just journal. I I so I, I hate I myself. I really like, should just as like a human being. I think I should be better at being okay with how yeah. I feel and like. Have you ever heard of the uh, five year diary? <laughs> no, there and like most uh, bookstores, the five year diary like. It's a it's a little book and um, obviously and it's a it's a journal and it just leaves you like six lines for every day and it covers so five like years something 
Yeah, so you have to write something. And you just, it's good because it also limits you to just like, well, like if if that day, like your, you know, your dad got hit by a train, you could just yeah. be like, dad got hit by a train, very sad. And the next day, you know, planning funeral. I don't know why. I'm yeah, no, I know what you but mean. But then like other, <laughs> other days, you're like, got ice cream today, Paul didn't call, whatever. Yeah. Time. And it's great because then when you go around to the next year, you can look above and be like, oh, why was I so upset that Paul yeah. didn't call? Oh, my dad also died. That's very sad. That makes sense. I uh I don't think I like myself enough to journal. Every time I try, I like hate. It oh, it's makes hard. me hate myself. It's hard. But like you know, there's a it it uh it's you know a journal is like a, a fine bottle of wine. Like it takes yeah years, and then you'll be happy. And also, it'll be really useful, like looking back and remembering. All of my journals sure. are lists of things that I wanted to do. And like a lot of like, all right, time to pull it together. <laughs> Let's, Let's do go this. In. Come <laughs> <Yeah>. on, <laughs> you got and this. It's depressing, but also good to look at those and be like, ah, I am still trying to pull together the same things. Yeah. Or like, oh, that's one I made thing gross. I pulled together. Or like, this is something that I wanted at one time, and it's not something that I want anymore. Like, that's all really important. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm too embarrassed of who I am. Just Most don't, just don't reread it. Just write down, just jot down a thing. I'm telling you, get one of those five year journals. Yeah, well, I should, I should get into it. Or I think it's called the five year diary. Go to the five year diary dot com, and if that uh, doesn't and then work, check out yes dot com. <laughs> That's why after that s dot c o m. Also a big fan of the guys? store Anthropology. Um, Anthropology great just sweaters, dry great sweaters there. Oh my god, one. and you look great. She looks great, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of being 40, it's like a very old person sweater. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you for being on the podcast. You're a lot of fun. Yeah, nice. No one from my family can ever hear me talk about this. <laughs> I'm being so serious. This is going to be one where I may have to like not retweet it just so oh, that they right. don't have to hear me say the word sex. Cool. <laughs> or if you want us to make up a dummy podcast, they, like the, tw- the link, like if you were to email them, like this is. If we can make things as elaborate as possible, I will always take it. <laughs> I'm a fake. Uh, we'll insert this in the middle. Shelby, how much do you love your family? Oh, so much. Great. Just great people. Great friends. Great food. <laughs> Olive Garden. I see. <laughs> I see you're wearing a t-shirt with your with your family on it. Uh, yeah. It says, I love my family. I don't mind that they're disappointed in me. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> check That's out my new website I'm starting. <laughs> All right. Yay. All right. That was the show, you guys. Wow. What a ripper. Oh, wow. <laughs> that went places I couldn't have foreseen. I hope you guys learned something. I hope I listened to it. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I, I took in a lot of advice. Look, as a person that didn't listen to it and never shall, I will say this. <laughs> I thought you came down on it pretty hard. <laughs> There was some projection going on. You were doing a little projecting onto mm-hmm, Shelby Farrow, mm-hmm, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, what is a human being if not a mirror? Well, and if, if you're not already following Shelby on Twitter, Shelby's at Shelby Farrow. She's followed by all the greats. Her, her twits are her twits. How do you spell Farrow, Aaron? F E R O. That's at Shelby Farrow. That's at S H E L B Y. Farrow is F E R O. So I am Aaron McGathy. I am at Aaron McGathy, or you can follow the podcast 
at This Feels Terrible. Jeff Davis is a, a person in the world who's bringing <laughs> <laughs> happiness to everyone. You can hear him on the Harmontown podcast. He's going to be doing great things. He's in something probably coming up soon. Probably. Yeah. Uh, you can follow him at Jeffrey Brian Davis. Jeff Brian Davis. Jeff Brian Davis. With a Y. Jeffrey Brian Davis is hilarious on Twitter, though. You should check him out, too. And Kimber Hall is at OKKimber. Okay follow her on the Twitter. She's a, she's a brilliant little, little artist and actor and comedian. And let's all just be cool. Let's all just be cool, you guys. Yeah. Let's all just be cool. Thanks for doing these with me, guys. Let's all just take our shirts off. <laughs> it's hot. It is hot. <laughs> we got to go, guys. <laughs> Things to do. Podcast. World's longest outro. <laughs> Pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready.